This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Back at it again. We're live on Design Huddle. We got a lot of new, a lot of new followers, subscribers, uh, viewers on YouTube of late. So if you're new to Design Huddle, it's a uh, we're a top-rated design podcast hosted by Mustafa and myself, Ryan Warner. Um, each week, we step inside the minds of some creative professionals from a variety of disciplines, and we explore how design impacts our everyday lives. We discuss tech trends, and we explore how we can make products and brands better for the future. So. Um, we touch a broad range of topics on Design Huddle today. I think just because the internet is obviously talking about uh, Facebook's redesign to Meta, so we're going to talk a little bit about that. Also, maybe give an overview if you're not familiar, what is the Metaverse? And overall, just like our opinions on the rebrand. How did we think it landed? And um, if you know, are we excited about the direction of the company? So let's dive into it. But before that, Mustafa, how are you feeling, man? Yeah, I'm right. Uh, I'm wearing my um, typical American-style jacket that looks like something from Greece. You know, uh, I, I, <laughs> the thing, I love American-style like sportswear or like the sort of. Thing. But I know when I when after I buy, it, I'm like, I can't wear that. I'll look like an idiot. Because um, <laughs> in the UK, people just look at you and like you muppet across the street, and that's like how we say hello to each other. Um, what's a what's a muppet mean? Is that slang you know, for like you American? No, a muppet is like what well, it's like you know the Muppet Show, right? But so it's like basically it's yeah, a synonym yeah. for for idiot or moron. <laughs> oh, or you flipping muppet? <laughs> oh, I'm gonna polite. start. I'm gonna start using that. That's hilarious. It's like you muppet. Um, so yeah, so I'm dressed like this, you know, it's like, you're the one that I want. <laughs> That's what I feel like, like Greece, you know, tell me more, tell me more. Did she like material design or something? I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, let's move on forward. I'm good otherwise. Uh, awesome. That's good to hear. So I think you uh, saw yesterday, Facebook announced their name changed from yep. uh, Facebook to Meta. This kind of makes sense for a lot of reasons. Um, I'll give an overview and then I'd love to get your feedback. So um the Facebook is now called Meta. The rebrand is an obvious push towards Facebook's overwhelming Metaverse initiative, which we'll talk about later, um, which the company talked about more for more than an hour during its conference. Um, Zuckerberg's focus that he wants Facebook to be much more than just one product. It's time. I mean, there's a quote that says it's time for us to adapt to a new company brand for who we are and what we want to build. So the timing, uh, I think, is very. <laughs> important here they're getting um there's a lot of controversial issues currently trending around facebook right now um so the rebrand might be a good way to uh pivot away from their current you know i guess challenges that they've had as a company um but yeah Mustafa, what do you think i mean just like gut reaction do you like the name meta do you think it makes sense does the timing um, check out to you so when i first saw it i mean i'm assuming it's a bit like um, other big companies, so like Google, when they switched to Alphabet being the parent company, so all the individual products could uh, live on their own and then have their own strengths because obviously YouTube's a very strong brand. I've got a YouTube thing logo on my jacket. <laughs> um, 
And then you've got like, you know, calendar is a very strong brand. I like this sort of the suite of stuff, which is not search focused. So then search can be its own thing and allows, you know, Facebook to even evolve its own individual brand without affecting the rest. So from that point of view, it makes logical sense to um, say this is part of one family of, of, of products, but they're not necessarily as related. And so that Instagram doesn't have to be hugely integrated with it facebook unless it makes logical sense from a product point of view so yeah i mean it makes sense so in a sense the name doesn't really matter like it could be anything or any, anything um that's uh you know that's like atoms or molecules or something that's like you know small pieces like something that says small pieces are part of a bigger picture yeah. um i mean meta which brings me on to the second point is meta seems to be the opposite of that as like the meaning metas usually mean like a thing a thing within a thing which is very specific um, or like an extra level down, I imagine a bit like Inception. <laughs> That's how I imagine when people say meta um, or meta tag. I always I think like meta, yeah, like metadata, like data about data. Yeah, yes, exactly. So in a sense, it doesn't make sense from the name point of view because that's the opposite of what this is. This is like the collection of data, which is a dangerous connotation to have for Facebook in itself because, well, I mean, big tech companies are always like... Um, criticized for data like that's always the big critique so and facebook in particular especially with all the uh court cases and stuff that's happening around the world the stuff with cambridge Analytica. you there's the um documentary on netflix which goes into that with like the the journalist from like the guardian who's gone into like really strong details of stuff like brexit and all these sort of votes that have happened and qu things which you might seem as questionable collection of data on showing people fake stuff or highlighting um uh not nice things on facebook sort of like inflammatory things and it does is you know people think it's a chicken egg situation what comes first the inflammatory the inflammatory post or the inflammatory view that likes the post you know um and so it's questionable what, what comes first but it's uh, with the whistleblowers and all this other negative press that they've been having um it, that weird connection between data and meta seems a bit dangerous um and yeah i mean but to be honest it doesn't really make a difference this this is just the um, ability for the other brands to ha have breathing space. In terms of the logo, I think when it animates, because it's like a a loop, you know, like um, what's, what do they call it? Uh, a Mobius strip, I think they called it in uh, <laughs> in the Marvel universe, where it sort of inverts like a sort of a three D train set going up and down. Yeah, like yeah. Loop. It makes sense from the top, but when you look at it from the side. It kind of seems like an infinity eight, which would have made sense if they just called it infinity, but they made it maybe because then that means that we, this is ongoing and includes other things. Um, but maybe that's too much close to like the Marvel universe, but then metas metaverse feels like the multiverse. So maybe there's, that has had some kind you know, cause it's culture impacts culture. Right. Uh, and so that could have been a thing. But then with the 2D version of the logo, I've seen some interesting mocks. I mean, it basically looks like a pair of, um, I'm not sure if we can say <laughs> the thing, <laughs> uh, a pair of bollock, bollocks, basically. Um, 
and but that's an unfortunate thing like the, the i think if they emphasize the 3d element of it it could look really cool but then it's the logo and it has to sit in different face but you know to be honest i don't think it matters that much mm-hmm. this I, I think this is all strategic because of everything else that's going on yeah i think you're right and i think the thing is is that the timing is probably beneficial the name I'm, i would kind of like if i had to give it like a score out of 10 it's like very neutral like i think it's like a six to me like it's not like it doesn't really do much for me. I think it makes sense. Like I, I think the one thing I, I, when this first came out, I had like empathize with Facebook um, employees. Say you work for Oculus, right? And like you have nothing to do with Facebook or Instagram or like the social portions of the company. It must be very annoying to say that like you work at Facebook, but you're like, you're doing something, like, you're in AR, like you're making hardware, you're designing like, you know, virtual reality experiences. So like I totally, like, those employees must be super stoked about the name change. Um, I think Meta is an okay name. Like I'm a little, I think I'm a little bit warmer to it than you were. Um, I agree that it's like kind of a little misleading, but I do like if they really are, a lot of the background from what I've been reading is that they are going big on this idea of a metaverse. And the, when I think about a metaverse, um, have you ever seen the movie Ready Player One? Mm, I don't think so. So basically, this kid puts on a VR headset and then they go into a virtual oh, world okay. and they compete in games that this game maker made. It's an awesome movie. I highly recommend it. Um, it's, it has a very much like a gamer, um, like kind of like audience and like vibe to it, but it also has like a uh, post-apocalyptic feel to the like the movie. But anyways, in that game, they're basically building this universe. And this is like, you put on a headset and like people from all over the world, regardless of like your socioeconomic class, when you go into, when you put your VR headset on, you can be whoever you want. And that's part of the value. You can kind of design your avatar. So in the real world, if like, you know, my name's Ryan in this other world, you can kind of pick a name, you could pick a costume and like, look like you're like, you know, like a, like a robot or something. So, um, yeah. So long story short, I think like overall, I think strategically as a business, it makes sense. Uh, I think I'm kind of neutral on the name. I don't think it adds a lot. Of, I, I think it doesn't, it's not, is, is it, it didn't blow my socks off, but it also wasn't, I don't think it's terrible. The thing is, is that's quite interesting. Like you point out the, the other universe of apps or universe of ideas and products that they want to go down. Um, if that's the case, then that makes sense in a set why, but I'm thinking of maybe I'm thinking about it too deeply, but it's almost like they want it to be as meh as possible, so that if 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 they if someone's reporting on a court case with them, um, presumably they'll say, "Oh, and Meta's been taken to court," and then therefore Facebook can just continue to just be Facebook without the, constantly the product being mentioned every single time something comes. So it, that makes sense. But if it's the other stuff as well, then I'm wondering whether that's just. A happy coincidence, or what's that? That um, the joy of painting—a happy mistake. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember? So um, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what <laughs> it is with Mark Zuckerberg yeah. in particular, but whenever he does um, any kind of presentation, he looks like a deep fake, <laughs> but a real. Per- I just don't. He's just you know, as a he's just very tough to relate to i think he his public perception is like at an all-time low and 
Sometimes it's like the information that like he says because like, there's, like, there's so many stuff on record that he just, said that is so it, obnoxious so, and horrible. Um, like, think, that's I, the I, problem. I, I, um, and he's never addressed right. it in a way that was human. I, it, it, you know, it, it's just like the stuff where he he called people dumb bleep for sharing their data when he first set up the 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 first iteration of Facebook and all of his personal blogs when he was insulting classmates. And then, like, you know, face mask. If you've seen the film, you know most of the... I mean, obviously, that's a dramatised version, but all of the court bits are, are based on transcripts that were actually real and how he's mocking and belittling lit lawyers and stuff. Like, like these things there are, are well-documented. And so... Um, and also, like, he, I think it's his... his, 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 pers his actual personality seems to be quite sarcastic and brutal. So when I think he was asked... Um, in Congress, I think it's Congress when they have those uh, committees, and they asked him um, if Facebook had any competitors, and he goes, "Well, there is Google Plus," and then he smirked. <laughs> so it's like it's almost like he's it. It may have just been like if off the cuff thing. You think oh, that's quite funny, but um, it did seem like uh, if you, t yeah. Yeah, it was just like a reflection of like his his character, you know. He's like yeah, and he's I think like a, he's literally like a, you, like a legal you, proceeding. If you look at other CEOs and how they approach trip. stuff, like even um, Jeff Bezos, who does seem a bit risky and some and, and comfortable in saying stuff, even he approaches that stuff with a bit more respect. And I think if you because we put the the public as a, a perception of Mark Zuckerberg as it is, that those small things they don't help. And so when he tries to be like the Steve Jobs, like they all try to be like Steve Jobs, right? They present themselves with these black tops and, you know, hi, and, you know, and try to be this really passionate. But the thing is, Steve was genuinely passionate about what he did. He really cared and it lived it through. These other guys, um, I don't think they care about the entirety of what yeah. they do with the same intensity as Steve Jobs does, but they try to present themselves to do, and it just looks so fake. Like, that's why every time Zuck... Go, appears anyway he just looks like a deep fake like it's, it's like someone's just superimposed this android robot like <laughs> um and again it's like even if he does care i mean because it looks like he really cares about the gaming <laughs> stuff and the octolus and the 3d yeah 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 and uh, i like um i don't know i think there's gonna be some value in ar i still just think there's gonna be a barrier to get people to put um, the idea of the metaverse, I just want to be on record. Like, I'm not personally a fan of. I think that there's we're, we have enough technology, and like this is a somebody that's like very bullish on on new technology that like loves technology. Has been in it my whole life from like the second I got a computer, and I made my career in the field of technology. I just like don't love the idea of like um, taking people away from real world experiences. Um, I think about like how much time people are already spending scrolling through like TikTok and Instagram and like you know other social platforms and refreshing their timelines. So then, if we take that, but can I ask you like that, now we're putting a headset on. But can I ask like how is this any different realistically that? from? I just think there's going to be a lot my of previous, the previous generation who just watched TV all day. Like they're the first thing they come and flip on the tube and they get be transfixed until they go to sleep or rate. Or radio or newspapers. Yeah, it's a fair it's a fair point. But imagine you don't watch so you used to watch TV, right? And then your your 
your mom or dad would call you in for dinner and then you'd sit at a table and talk to your family for a little bit, right? In this metaverse, you're just totally disconnected. You don't even know, like you don't even know if the relationships are genuine. My critique of it is it's like, it, it, it feels like a little uh, dystopian where it's like, like, is this the world that we want to be in? Like, do, like video chats are already what they are, right? It's, it's a means to get something done. It's, the, it's a means of communication. Do we really need to put VR headsets on to talk about a project? Or can we just like quickly have the conversation? It's like, what is the end goal? So um, I think like the things, this is like why I think VR and like AR is cool in certain fields. Like I think it would be awesome for like VR and Oculus to like penetrate like healthcare. Like imagine a doctor that's a specialty doctor that can only do a certain type of surgery is located in New York City. And there is a, um, like some kid in India that needs a very complex procedure. And if they had the hospital with like the, like he could put an, like a, you know, like a headset on and do the surgery virtually and have like, cause we have the, I think we've all seen the Boston Dynamics robots. Like the robotics portion of this is totally possible or with very within reason today. So I guess it's like, there is value in the technology, but like all technologies, like it needs to be, um, you need to have barriers yeah. and like, we need to make sure that we're like doing it and we're thinking about the negative repercussions. I've tried um, VR stuff, but I, I get, have you ever used an Oculus too? Like, have you ever like, put, I get like a VR headset like on? That. And I remember in a, in another podcast, which I used to run years ago with like designer versus developer, I yeah. interviewed someone from Samsung who, um, Ada, uh, Ada Rose, I think her name is. <laughs> uh, if I can remember correctly, and she her specialism was like the VR stuff, and she said you have to be really like accessibility for AR. You have to be really careful because it's easy to make people get sick if you show certain type of imagery or flash things. Like you can actually make people really ill. And so some of the stuff she was covering was the dangers between like if people were to hack these devices, you could make people really sick. So imagine in this scenario, if someone's doing surgery and that was hacked, you just can imagine the horrible things that could happen as the case. But I suppose. Um, with the hacking thing or even accessibility, that's something you have to inbuilt into the system. I don't, I just never had the, um, like with the glasses and all this other stuff that you put in front of your face, I've, it, it's never really appealed to me, but then it may be a thing where when we've been indoctrinated with the baggage of the technology that we've grown up with for the best part of 30, 40 years. Right. And so, um, for us to relearn a new way of inputting something right. is, is harder than just continuing using the thing that you're used to. So for instance, again, we spoke about this before with like the super app versus the search bar. If we join technology at the point where super apps were the way to do things, then that might be the better way to do it. But because we're so indoctrinated with the search box and being able to find anything, that workflow just works. Um, it's, it's when, with any technology, it's when it clearly demonstrates that the thing that you're using today is really archaic. And so it's like, again, the best example is when you look at the Nokia phones and then you look at the, at the time and then you look at the iPhone. And when the iPhone came out, if a piece of technology can make everything else look like archaic and really old and dated, then you know that thing is the future, right? And so, um, and it's like that aha moment that you realization of, okay, this is what right. we're, we're, we're glimpsing in what, what the world can be. Until Oculus does that clearly, or VR or AR does that in a way which 
is not just a gimmick. So, you know, there's some places in the UK which has like old Roman castles and you can put on like a AR app, VR headset, and you can see like they'll rebuild the, the buildings where like sort of pillars would have been once upon a time and stuff like that. And that's really cool. But that, that barrier to entry is like you need an expensive device, you need a headset, you need uh, like there's all these other steps that are not immediately intuitive that allow people just to do it. Like you can't just walk into a place and it's immediately there. And that's kind of like what you need it to be. Um, and I guess the cost is also a barrier as well. But yeah, I mean, that's all meta, right? Yeah, no, I think that's, I don't know. I, I, I'm kind of with you. I think I need to know more. I just, I'm, I think it's exciting that like, um, Facebook's like really leaning into this metaverse idea. I just think that that's going to be super tricky to do well. So I wanted to give a quick example of like a description of what the metaverse is. So you'll hear different definitions and this is like coming from input mag. I thought they had a really good write up on this. Um, in the simplest terms possible, like the metaverse can be thought of as a virtual world where people can play, socialize, and work in. Think Second Life, but less stiff and way more cartoony. And you could enter using VR or AR and get extra immersion through a presence and natural input, such as hand tracking and voice input, or a regular 2D like device like a phone, tablet, or computer. And maybe you could even enter through Facebook Porter or a game console like a Nintendo Switch one day. And um, where do you enter? Who is the gatekeeper? Like the internet, there isn't going to be one entrance. It might be a Fortnite, a Roboblox, a Horizon Worlds, and everything in between, all mixed into one, just like the internet. We're all on the internet, but now one company commands it. So I think that's like the other interesting point is that there's going to be a bunch of entry points, and the metaverse is kind of like this um, AR version of the web where you can kind of like come and leave as you please. So that's the other thing is the metaverse from what I've been kind of trying to understand is that it's the same idea. It's a network of companies, initiatives, and ideas that'll live in this like virtual world. Um, I kind of feel like if you just like clip this, this episode, we wait 15 years. It'll be like, I'm wondering if like, this is what it sounds like when people were talking about the internet in like the early nineties, like, you know what I mean? Like, is it, are we like, is, it, Again, is this going to be just, hilarious? Um, like 15 years and, until there be, is a compelling right? reason to have uh, VR AR, uh, that's enhances existing experience. And that's the key without creating friction. Uh, it, it won't cotton on. It's like, to me, it's like 3d printing. I thought was the future. I thought that's the future right. of everything. Imagine a world where you don't have to, you just buy designs and you print them. It, it turns out the technology is still not as sophisticated enough. And there, and there's so many other parts of say purchasing something where a 3d printer removes that and no one's created the perfect experience. And I know Apple's really good at making really thoughtful, meaningful designs. And you think if they were to jump on the technology, they could make some really amazing things with like 3d printing. The problem is, um, it's counterintuitive to their production methods and it, it opens up a door that could affect them in other ways. So I think I see this as the same thing. It's a really clever technology that has like a very specific um, cult following, but I don't think it's mainstream enough to do something interesting. Like it's, it's just, it's, it's 
yeah, I, I don't know. So that the other thing that I've heard is like the internet. So if we think about like how domains work, so IP addresses and domains, we're basically creating addresses um, for different websites. Um, I'm, I'm like, so you know how like uh, if you made a like a domain like book.com, that's like a very expensive piece of real estate. So the metaverse is supposedly supposed to be something very similar. And this is also where, um, since it is a digital world, this is what brings in the NFT space. So you could go into an art uh, museum and buy someone's NFT Ryan, you, in a real like experience and, and like take go out of the store and add it to your bag. And then you pay with it in the cryptocurrency that's you know <laughs> well, I mean, um, of interest. The word NFTs for me is almost like the way like a while back people used to say crypto for everything. And I remember in the early two thousands. Everyone used to say wiki or uh, that that's the future of the web or wiki, like yeah. people editing stuff alive. And I'm like, yeah, I don't think that's the case. And I, I just think it's enough. Yeah. NFT. Look, I've told people before, if you're selling your artwork and you're yeah. making money as an independent artist, all power to you. And like, I salute you in every possible way. But the idea, like I've told my friends before, like if I was to put any of my own artwork as an NFT, I would want to post the actual artwork to them. So they have a physical copy as well. Cause it's like, this is what you're actually buying. Not just the, um, uh, feed on a website that says that you supposedly own. No, you actually physically own yeah. it as well, but I don't know. Um, yeah. Well, it's, it's not, it, it's also just like a permanent record on the blockchain associated with the string of the user ID. <laughs> so it's like, uh, I like, so I agree with you. I don't want to get into NFTs, but I think the one thing that's interesting is the, like you said, for, for artists, like creators. So like people that make, you know, like the, the creator in every sense of the world, like YouTubers, photographers, etc. Um, and then the last is the music industry. The music industry will be huge. Imagine if you could, if you had a local, like I, I use this example all the time, but I love the idea that like, if you're a small band people could crowdsource and basically invest in like, they could buy the, say you're a band with an album cover and you're only releasing a thousand album covers that you people can physically like prove that they own as an NFT. Like, and then that money goes towards like promoting that artist. It's kind of like investing in a stock, like during the IPO or early on, or being like an, an early seed investor in a company. Again, there's so much like probably there's so much evolution that has to happen. There's, it's like, absolutely like does not look, you know, I'm very bullish on a lot of things that are like Bitcoin and a couple of crypto related things. Um, NFTs, I'm still struggling with a little bit. Um, but I do think the reason that I'm bringing that up in the metaverse is that supposedly this trend of making digital money, digital art, digital experiences, like digital worlds. I don't think that's going anywhere. So whether all of these are going to be around in five years, probably, maybe, but I think there, this trend is not, is not going to go away. Like this is absolutely where we're going. Yeah. So no, it's again, it's just, like, it's, so long as it sells, like I've given the supermarket example, where that actually I've got an app where I can go in, I can scan shopping, put it in my bag directly, then scan the QR code and leave rather than packing, unpacking, packing, unpacking. Um, if, if, if there's an experience that it creates where clearly the existing world has to augment, so there's a, a thing needs to be added, like the QR code scanner or whatever to make this thing feasible, then cool. But until the experience is compelling enough to make a person's life better, mm -hmm. um, 
I, I think it's always going to be like vinyls. It's like a certain, uh, certain cult group of people be really into it, and that's it. But yeah, we'll see. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's it. I mean, that's kind of all I wanted to touch on. I'd love to hear everybody's uh, opinions. Have kind of been all over the place. Uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, thank you for watching. Make sure you hit the subscriber <laughs> button. We just checked the stats. 25% of you are watching our videos, but you're not subscribed. What are you guys doing? Just hit the subscribe button. Come on now. Um, yeah, drop a comment. I'd love to hear like how you thought yeah. it landed. Any initial reactions? Would you join the metaverse? Um, these are some yeah, more topics no, the, that we want to dive if into. If you're interested in having a laugh, on. look up anything the else before we drop and some of the um, artwork. Yeah, <laughs> but that's the, it's the same. Any, I think there's resentment Memes. towards Facebook. Like Apple doesn't get that hate, and you could argue that the critique of Met Facebook could be also passed at any big tech company. But you yeah. know, it, it is what it is. I mean, I think we love to we love to love some things and love to hate certain things. <laughs> Yeah, let's hope not. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in, everyone. This has been Design Huddle, everybody's favorite design podcast. Tune in every week. Peace. Uh, new episodes drop on Mondays. A lot of great interviews coming up. Peace. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Design Huddle. The opinions expressed are solely our own and do not express the views or opinions of our employer.